going to now illuminate you on your little packet of sweeties. I said your E numbers will increase this afternoon. That's why I didn't want you to eat them in church this morning. But uh, I'd hope some of the kids would have been available this morning to do the Smarty Prayer, but that hasn't been able to happen. So I'm going to go through the Smarty Prayer. And as you'll see, uh, there's a different, six different colours of Smarties. And they're related to particular aspects of the, of the Scriptures, and particularly the life of Christ. Pink reminds us of God's blessings to us. Psalm 103, verse 1 and 2. Praise the Lord, O my soul, all my inmost being. Praise the Lord, his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget that all his benefits. Thank you, Lord God, for all your blessings to us each day, and for all you provide for us. We thank you for our health, our homes and families, our food, clothes, clean water to drink, our schools, our jobs, our church, our Bible, for being with us each day, no matter what happens. In Jesus' name, Amen. Brown reminds us of the cross. Luke chapter 23, verse 33. When they came to the place called the skull, there they crucified him. Thank you, Lord, for your suffering and death on the cross in our place for our sins in loneliness and rejection. In your name. Amen. Red reminds us of Jesus' blood on the cross. John chapter 19, verse 34. One of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. Lord Jesus, Thank you that you gave up your life and died on the cross. Thank you by dying on the cross and shedding your blood so we can be forgiven our sins and become your followers when we say sorry for our sins and turn away from them. In your name, amen. Orange reminds us of the stone rolled away. John chapter 20, verse 1. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you rose again and the stone that kept you in the grave was rolled away by your mighty power. In your name, Amen. Yellow reminds us Jesus is alive. Matthew chapter 28, verse 5. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are alive, that you rose from the dead, and that you defeated death. Thank you for the promise of eternal life to us. We come and trust in you, and that one day when we die, we will go and live with you forever in heaven. In your name. Amen. Green reminds us we need to grow. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18 but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, help us to trust you more each day and then to love you closer every day as we read the Bible and pray every day. In your name, amen. So as I say, joking aside, when you take them home, whatever you do with the sweeties, you will have a little card. I put you put it in your Bible or somewhere important and it will remind you, maybe take it down now and again and read those verses through. It will remind you from a very simple thing, a packet of Smarties, 
that they can teach us important matters of the Christian faith. As I say, Jesus used everything around him to illustrate and teach important truths about the kingdom of God. So it's amazing that a simple pack of smarties, those six colours, can teach us some very important truths about God, about Christ, and about the Christian faith. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we give you thanks this day for your holy and eternal word. We pray now, Father, that you will bless its teaching and its truth in all our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. When you're not feeling very well, what do you do? Simple. You go to the doctor. Mind you, sometimes it takes persuasion for people to go to the doctor to, to get help. But eventually we give in and say, I can't go on any longer. I need to go to the doctor. I need to see what the cause of this pain or this soreness is or whatever I may be feeling. So we go to the doctor. He's the only one who can answer our queries and concerns about our particular health issue, pain or whatever is affecting us. The doctor, generally the GP, if it's not too serious or he begins to begin the process and he gives you a prescription. Very simple, isn't it? You have something wrong, you go to the person who can help you, the doctor, and he makes a prescription, prescribes medicine or tablets. And when you get the prescription, the tablets, usually on the box or the bottle or whatever it is, it'll tell you what the doctor has said you should do. Take one daily, or take one three times a day, or after meals. There's various instructions we know you get on the prescription. But that prescription is the key link between your illness with the doctor's diagnosed and you've been able to get better again. It's a very key and important role. And it's important when you get the tablets or the medicine, you follow the directions that were originally on the prescription and then are on the box or bottle that you've got of medication. Important and hopefully the end result of following the prescribed course and taking the medication, you're better again. It's a very simple aspect of life. But what has that got to do with our passage this morning? Well, Jesus said in this passage to the crowd in Matthew's house, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. That's obvious, isn't it? When we're healthy, we don't need to go near the doctor. It's only when we feel sick. But here we have this account of Matthew being called and Jesus making this strange statement, which I'll speak about in a few moments. Matthew was a tax collector. As we all really know, the Roman government ran the country of Israel, most of the world in fact, and they were despised, hated by the Jews, because that foreign power had taken over their country and they could no longer rule it themselves and govern it. And the tax collectors were the agents to lift the taxes for the Roman government. Now none of us like the inland revenue really, do we? We begrudge paying it, but it has to run the country, doesn't it? But uh, Matthew, or tax collectors, they collected the money, the revenue from the people. But as we know, the problem was that they took more than they should have. They pocketed some of them for themselves. Yes, they gave what the government wanted, but they put that little bit extra that they took from people uh, for themselves. So they were cheats, they were dishonest, they were liars, they were thieves. There were a lot of wrong in their life. They were despised and rejected by their own society, their own fellow Jews, because they worked for this collaborating government, but also because they were dishonest and took people money from their fellow countrymen 
that they should have been taking from it. Jesus comes along, he sees this man Matthew, and he says, follow me. And Matthew's reaction was, yes, get up and follow Jesus. But he did even more because he became a follower of Jesus. And he introduced his friends, his tax collectors, to Jesus as well. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. So Jesus had an opportunity to meet all other uh, tax collectors. And maybe point out the wrong that was in their life. Maybe their life would be changed, like Matthew's life was changed. And he would turn away from his wrongdoing, his sin, and become a follower of Jesus Christ. And they would do the same. We know the religious leaders complained, why are you meeting with these tax collectors and sinners? And then Jesus makes this strange statement. It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. You see, Jesus wasn't speaking to these people about an illness, a bodily illness that they had in their life. He is speaking of a disease called sin in their lives. And all the things he did wrong, the Bible says, are sin. But also, the Bible tells us, we all are guilty of that disease. We all need healing. We need restoration. We need it removed from our bodies, from our lives, from our souls. All of sin comes short of the glory of God. And who is the answer to the problem of sin in our lives? Just as the doctor is the answer to something that's wrong with us, and prescribes help to get us get better. So Jesus, by his death on the cross, is the one who can make us better from the disease of sin in our lives, who can forgive our sins. Just as we said those verses of scripture at the beginning of the service, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Just as we try to deceive ourselves that maybe what's wrong with us will go away, we don't need to go to the doctor. But as I said, we eventually give in, we go to get help. So it's the same. When we admit that we've done wrong, we've sinned, we confess them, say we're sorry, change and repent and turn away from them, then God forgives a disease of sin in our lives and removes it from us. And so Jesus provided the means for the healing by his death on the cross, just as our smarty pair remind us this morning. And Jesus said he didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. He didn't come to call those who are right with God or felt they didn't need God. He came to call call those who were sinners, who knew they had done wrong in their lives and admitted their wrongdoing. But you know, the other important thing to remember is uh, that once we are getting a course of tablets, sometimes it's not for a short period of time. It might be for the rest of our lives. We have to take a course of medication or tablets to keep the illness we are suffering from at bay, to keep the pain at bay, or whatever it may be. And so it's the same for the Christian life as well. Once we become followers of Christ, we need to keep on the course of tablets or medication. Reading the Bible, praying, coming to church are part and parcel of us as that last green of the smarty prayer reminders that we're to grow in the knowledge and grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're to grow more like Jesus Christ, grow up in the Christian faith and become better people, more like Jesus. Not perfect ever, but better people, more perfect, 
more like Jesus Christ. So we had to keep on the course of medication. And that, as I said, the course is the Bible, prayer and worship in church every Sunday. And so that's what Jesus calls us to do. As he called Matthew, he calls us to trust in him, to follow him. And then he calls us to follow him daily and to become more like him. So let's endeavour to make that part of our lives. As I say, when you go home, take down a little card, read those Bible verses, and read the surrounding passage as well. Not just the verse in isolation, but read all of it. And it speaks important truths to us about our life and our relationship with God and with Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you this day for loving us and giving Jesus Christ to die on the cross, rising in victorious over sin and death. We thank you for the new, abundant and eternal life he gives to us. When we admit we have sinned and done wrong, we thank you that at the cross, Jesus shed his blood and died so our sins could be forgiven. Enable us then, our Heavenly Father, to come and follow you every day and then grow more like Jesus Christ as we spend time with you in your word and in prayer and in worship. In Jesus' name, amen.